Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about managing your mental health around the holidays. The holidays are sneaking up uh, right uh, behind us, and we thought it would be most appropriate to begin uh, a discussion on that. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's get to this. Uh, Experts share the best ways to manage if your days aren't all merry and bright. In fact, uh, Elvis once crooned uh, about feeling blue at Christmas time, and we're here to tell you it's perfectly normal to feel that way. In fact, there are a variety of reasons why your days may not be merry and bright around the holiday season. It can be the jam-packed social calendar, deadlines. Gr- uh, uh, also, it can be uh, deadlines at work, the loss of a loved one, sunless winter days, or all of the above. According to the American Psychological Association, 38% of people surveyed said their stress increased, increased during the holiday season, which can lead to physical illness, depression, and anxiety. The reason given, lack of time, financial pressure, gift giving, and family gatherings. To make matters worse, the National Alliance on Mental Illness noted that 64% of individuals living with a mental illness felt that their conditions worsened around the holidays. However, there are ways in which we can prepare ourselves and hopefully deflect some of the increased stress that that comes with the holidays. It's important to realize that we do have more control than we think we do. However, it's equally important to realize that even if we put these ideas into practice and continue to feel overwhelmed or depressed, we're going to have to get some professional help available. We've identified six common issues that come up this time of the year, as well as suggestions from our mental health experts for ways to address them. So let's get started. Number one, you're lacking the holiday spirit. Being surrounded by cheeriness and by stigmatizing when you don't feel the same level of enthusiasm as others. The pressure to be social, happy, and present can make it difficult to speak up if you feel otherwise. You may also feel left out if your spiritual traditions aren't the dominant ones on display this time of year. What you can do about this? 
Recognize that you don't need to force yourself to be happy and that it's good to acknowledge feelings that aren't joyful and remember that you're not alone in feeling this way. Then avoid numbing or avoiding feelings by using alcohol or other substances which worsen anxiety and depression. And if possible, surround yourself with people who feel similarly. Celebrate your traditions or, or just create new ones. According to Elsa Ronningstam, Ph.D., a psychologist at McLean Hospital. It's important to understand that triggers for holiday angst come from many sources, memories, stressful patterns that seem to occur every holiday or potential new crises are common triggers, she said. Running Stam added that preparing yourself by understanding how different triggers affect you can help reduce stress. Additionally, by finding out why you become anxious or sad around the holidays, you may be able to navigate the rest of the season. Number two, you're overwhelmed by grief and loss. And you're probably scratching your head on that. You're overwhelmed by grief and loss. Well, you are living with grief, loss, trauma, or loneliness. It can be easy to compare your situation to others, which can increase feelings of loneliness or sadness Take time to check in with yourself and your feelings and have realistic expectations for how the holiday season will be. If you are dealing with loss or grief, gently remind yourself that as circumstances change, traditions will change as well. And I talk about that in our podcast uh, named grief. What you can do about it. If holiday observances seem inauthentic right now, you do not need to force yourself to celebrate. During this time, connect with and plan to check in with a support group, a therapist, a faith community, or friends who understand. As much as possible, let your loved ones know how they can support you, whether it's helping you with shopping or meeting up for a regular walk. Often people want to help, but don't know what to say or where to start. Number three, you're feeling pressured to participate in activities and want no part of them. Well, we all have our own personal history with holidays. We dream about the ways the holidays are supposed to be, which can be a dangerous per perspective. Uh, we get caught up in wanting to do it all, but we can aim to set more realistic expectations for ourselves and others. 
So what, what you can do about it, accept your limitations and just be patient with others too. Try to see others' points of view and recognize that we're all feeling at least a little stressed, especially this year. Prioritize the most important activities or schedule get-togethers for other holidays. If you feel overwhelmed by social obligation and what others are asking of you, Learn how to be comfortable saying no. Expectations to celebrate holidays in a specific way can bring up this old trauma or family conflicts uh, for self-care. Consider outlining your plan for the season. So there's a lot that surrounds the season and our emotions and the way we respond to things. And what makes it worse is when we say yes and we really wanted to say no. So speaking of self-care, make a schedule of when you will do your shopping, your baking, your cleaning, and be sure to schedule time to take care of yourself. You may choose not to celebrate at all. Instead of spending the holidays the way you think you should, you might opt for an activity you actually feel like doing, whether it's making a favorite dish or having a, a Netflix marathon. Regardless of your plans, it can be helpful to communicate intentions to friends and family early in the holiday season so everyone knows what to expect. Your, number four, you're stressed about giving gifts. According to McLean's Mark Long's Joe, it's very common to get caught up in the commercialization and the marketing of the holidays. We can feel stressed about spending on a strained budget or from trying to find just the right gift. Advertisers will take advantage of our susceptibility. Uh, Long's Joe said, but we have the ability to put it in perspective and remind ourselves that we are the ones creating that anxiety and we are the ones who can reduce it. Giving to others is not about spending money. And of course, what goes along with setting realistic expectations is maintaining a budget and being transparent about it. What, what, what you can do about it. Consider how much money you can comfortably spend and stick to the amount. If purchasing gifts for everyone is difficult, consider having a, a secret Santa or white elephant exchange uh, to reduce the number of items everyone needs to buy. You can also simply let people know you are unable to give gifts this year. 
it's important to remember that it's okay to feel unhappy during the holidays. And there are plenty of other people who feel the same way. It's an old adage, but sometimes personal gifts like a poem, short story, or framed photo are the best ones. You can also give the gift of helping a neighbor, a friend, a, a family member, or a stranger. It's the act of giving that is more important than a present. Our generosity can be a gift to ourselves because when we focus on others and less on ourselves, we just tend to reduce our anxiety. And number five, there's not much sunlight at all, and it's affecting everyone's mood. In the Northern Hemisphere, the holidays coincide with winter's lack of available sunlight. Less exposure to natural light can lead to new or increased symptoms of depression. And what you can do about it, try to get as much sunlight as possible. And you're saying, what are you talking about? Well, boost your mood and regulate sleep. Uh, schedule outdoor exercise in the middle of the day uh, and because that's when the sun is brightest. If you can, work near a window throughout the day. Even outfitting your home with warm, bright lighting can help improve your mood. Many traditions this time of year incorporate candles and twinkling, twinkling lights for a reason. If you feel the need to slow your pace and hunker down this time of year, consider reframing the winter months as an opportunity to work on quieter projects and activities suited for the indoors, such as writing, knitting, or taking online courses. Seasonal Affective Disorder, SAD, which we also did a podcast episode on and is available for you to listen to. Uh, it's a more severe form of the winter blues. And according to researchers, the percentage of people in the United States who struggle with SAD ranges from 1.5% in southern Florida to 9% in northern states. If you feel hopeless or have suicidal thoughts or change in appetite and sleep patterns, please talk to your doctor, your therapist, your counselor. There are effective treatments for SAD including light therapy, talk therapy, and medication. If you are ever having suicidal thoughts or thoughts of harming yourself or someone else, please call 911 and go to a hospital so that they can help you. 
So you're, you're alone or feeling isolated. Number six. While it's true that many of us have friends and family to connect with during the holiday season, there's also the danger of becoming isolated. If you are predisposed to depression or anxiety, it can be especially hard to reach out to others. What to do about it? Well, remind yourself of the people, places, and things that make you feel happy. Consider scheduling a regular call or video chat with friends on a weekly or bi-weekly basis so you don't have to think twice about making the effort. Take advantage of other ways to connect, including sending out holiday cards and communicating with family and friends by phone or text or email and social media. Calming activities such as reading, meditating, and gratitude journaling can be helpful if you don't feel comfortable in social situations. Don't forget about self-care. We know the importance of a balanced diet, moderate exercise, and plenty of sleep. But because there are so many distractions and stressors this time of year, we lose sight of some of the basic necessities. We need to take care of ourselves and pay increased attention to ensuring we fulfill these areas of our lives as we get closer to the holidays. I have some people say, should I talk to a doctor? My response is, talk to your mental health professional or your primary care physician if you have been feeling anxious or depressed for, for more than two weeks, or if the holidays are long gone and you are still feeling stressed, anxious, or depressed. If you have a loved one who is having suicidal thoughts or thoughts of harming themselves, please call 911 or an ambulance so that that person can uh, go to a hospital and be evaluated uh, whether they need to be inpatient because they're in a, a crisis situations. The holidays can be a joy-filled season, but they can also be stressful and especially challenging for those impacted by mental illness. A NAMI study, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, showed that 64% of people with mental illness report holidays make their conditions worse. For many people, the holiday season is not always the most wonderful time of the year, said NAMI Medical Director Ken Duckworth. Uh, for individuals and families coping with mental challenges, the holiday season can be a lonely or stressful time, time filled with anxiety and or depression. If you're living with a mental health condition, 
Stress can also contribute to worsening symptoms. Examples in schizophrenia, it, it can encourage hallucinations and delusions. In, in bipolar disorder, it can trigger episodes of both mania and depression. The COVID-19 crisis has made maintaining mental health more challenging for so many. Here are some suggestions for how you can reduce stress and maintain good mental health during the holiday. Take steps to stay safe. As COVID-19 continues uh, to be a, a, a severe risk to communities, uh, follow the CDC guidelines for, for holiday gatherings. And the safest way to gather is to spend time with people living in the same household or together virtually. For those planning together with others, follow these guidelines. Limit the number of people and households. Gathering of more than three households are prohibited, and that's in California. This includes everyone present, including hosts and guests. The smaller the number of people, the safer. Ideally, gather outdoors. Don't attend gatherings if you feel sick. Don't attend gatherings if you are in a high-risk group. Practice physical distancing and hygiene at gatherings. Wear a face covering and keep your mask in a safe place when eating or drinking. Keep gathering uh, short two hours or less and frequently wash hands and surfaces. Accept your needs. Be kind to yourself. Put your own mental and physical well-being first. Recognize what your triggers are to help you prepare for the stressful situations. Is shopping for holiday gifts too stressful for you? What is making you feel physically and mentally agitated? Once you know this, you can take steps to avoid or cope with the stress. So write a gratitude list and offer thanks. As we near the end of the year, it's a good time to reflect back on what you're grateful for. Then thank those who have supported you. Gratitude has been shown to improve mental health. 2021 has been an especially challenging year for all of us in the midst of it all. Is there something or someone for whom you are grateful? Another thing, manage your time and don't try to do too much. Prioritizing your time and activities can help you use your time well. Making a day-to-day -day schedule helps ensure you don't feel overwhelmed by everyday tasks and, and deadlines. It's okay to say no to plans that don't fit into your schedule or make you feel good. And then be realistic. Even pre-pandemic, the happy lives of the people shown in those holiday commercials are fictional. We all have struggles one time or another, and it's not realistic to expect otherwise. Sometimes it's simply not possible to find the perfect gift or have a peaceful time with family. Yes, even Zoom family gatherings can be stressful. And then set boundaries. Family dynamics can be complex. Acknowledge them and accept that you can only control your role. If you need to, find ways to limit your exposure. And then practice relaxation. 
deep breathing, meditation, and progressive muscle relaxation are good ways to calm yourself. Taking a break to refocus can have benefits beyond the immediate moment. Exercise daily, schedule time to walk outside, bike, or join a dance class. Whatever you do, make sure it's fun. Daily exercise naturally produces stress-relieving hormones in your body and improves your overall physical health. Set aside time for yourself and prioritize self-care. Schedule time for activities that make you feel good. It might be reading a book, going to the movies, getting a massage, listening to music you love, or taking your dog for a walk. It's okay to prioritize alone time. You need to recharge. Eat well. With dinners, parties, and cookie trays at every turn, your eating habits are challenged during the holiday season. Try to maintain a healthy diet through it all. Eating unprocessed foods like whole grains, vegetables, and fresh fruit is the foundation for a healthy body and a mind. Eating well can also help stabilize your mood. Get enough sleep. Symptoms of some mental health conditions like mania and bipolar disorder can be triggered by getting too little sleep. Then, Avoid alcohol and drugs. They don't actually reduce stress. In fact, they don't worsen it. If you're struggling with substance abuse, educate yourself and get help. And as I said, alcohol is a poison. Spend time in nature. Studies show that time in nature reduce stress, which is really nice. Uh, You need to break away from family during a holiday gathering. Take a walk in a local park. Then you can also volunteer. The act of volunteering can provide a great source of comfort. By helping people who are not as fortunate, you can also feel less lonely or isolated and more connected to your community. You find out if there is a safe way to volunteer in your community. That's what you have to do. And then find support, whether it's with friends, family, a counselor, or a support group. Airing out and talking can help. Consider attending a free support group provided by your local NAMI affiliate. If you or someone you love is experiencing a crisis, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-8255. Use the crisis text line by texting NAMI to 741-741 to connect with a trained crisis counselor for free, 24-7. It's a crisis support via text message, or you can call the NAMI helpline at 1-800-950-NAMI which is 6264, 1-800-950-NAMI, which is 6264. And that's Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Pacific time. 
and that is for free mental health info, referrals, and support. Another thing I wanted to say is keep up or seek therapy. If you're feeling overwhelmed, it may be time to share with your mental health professional. They can help you pinpoint specific events that trigger you and and help you create an action plan to change them. If you're already seeing a therapist, keep it up. The holidays bring with them great joy, but they bring with them, as I said, stressful and especially challenging uh, things for those impacted by mental illness. This is real life. This is Lisa. And all of you, stay well.